Greetings, super friends. Welcome to Superman and Lois and Pals. I'm Henry Bernstein, and alongside me is my favorite super pal, Professor Sam Brody. Sam, uh, we're a little behind schedule, but we did have a little Batman chat in between then. We hope people enjoyed it. And if, you know, I thought that might be a nice way for people to listen to us and probably more people saw that movie than watch the show on a regular basis. I don't know how that works. Let us know out there what you thought of our Batman discussion, but it's been a couple of weeks since we've seen this episode. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. So let's just get right into it. Let's talk about Superman and Lois season two, episode 11, Truth and Consequences. This was directed by David Ramsey from Arrow, our old friend, written by Katie Aldrin and Jay Jameson. We pick up right where we left off with John L. smirking at Lois, who is still standing on the porch with Jordan. John L. catches sight of his doppelganger, Jonathan, standing not too far away. He lunges at him and Jordan tries to intervene, but John L. appears to be stronger and faster than him. Kind of a funny recap that like didn't really talk about the main topic of the episode at all which it's the secret that's the whole crux of this episode is this secret that superman and clark have been keeping Mm -hmm. for so long so i just want to talk first sort of abstractly and generally about the secret Mm -hmm. what do you think about the secret about clark having a secret identity is it you know, in 2022, is it necessary? Is, mm-hmm. does it matter? Does he need it? Is it as a, is it a core component of Superman Clark? My feeling is, yes, it is a core component. It is a key part of the whole thing. I understand that in the comics now they're attempting something else and they're trying to go without it. And I think that's legitimate and interesting and like experimentation of that kind, um, you know, should be encouraged and not discouraged. But I wouldn't be surprised if in like another five or 10 years, they're back to the previous way. I think even Uh, sooner, actually. mm -hmm. I I think as soon as this Superman in space thing is done, the war world thing is done. When he comes back, they're going to go back to it. That's what I feel like. I feel like it was all done to set up that. How do they go back to it without some kind of, a, they need like a magical reset or like a cosmic reset or something because um, Superman they're, they're about Jr. to have a crisis out, right? Are they yeah. having another crisis? Dark crisis. It's coming. I can't keep track of these I know. too many it's, crises. Uh, the, final the, crisis was supposed to be the final crisis. Yeah, it literally has the word final in it. Yeah, so they're going back to the crisis thing, dark crisis coming out of the pages of Justice League 75, Death of the Justice League, which yeah. I haven't read yet. And I, I do plan on it. So if you have, don't spoil no, it. No, um, I'm having my usual thing with my comic book store where I go there and they won't <laughs> let me buy my comics. <laughs> <laughs> Happened again this week. The guy who... No way. It's like a game store upstairs and a comic store downstairs and the downstairs uh, was blocked off. And I asked if why was it blocked off? And the guy was in the bathroom and, you know, I have family visiting and they're waiting for me in the next door over. And I told them I was just going to run in and grab the comics. So I waited two minutes, three minutes, four minutes. And I was like, okay, got to go. Like, I can't just wait. I don't know what this guy is. He's, maybe he's reading an entire graphic novel in the, in the bathroom, but I can't wait for him. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not caught up. But. Oh my gosh. We've only talked about the experience of picking up our comics twice, and mm-hmm. both times you were unable to get yours from the store. 
It's like isn't a humorous that soon, right? I mean, it's a running it's, joke. And it's, it's like, yeah, it's a running joke. You bit. would think they would be desperate to sell me my pull because it's been like a month, you know? Like <laughs> they, they're sitting on like $100, $150, like, you know, sell it to me, but no. And it's not um, like, and it's not like, you know, comic books are doing well, right? Right. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe they make most of their money from the games now and they don't care about the comics that much. But well, like, games were huge during COVID. I mean, yeah. And they're selling, you know, they've got all their like $65, $75 fancy obscure board games that take 500 years to learn and right. all that stuff. Right. But um, I think that the, the secret identity is core to the superhero and every now and then there's one who doesn't have one and they that's how the character is constituted like uh thor or wonder woman iron man yeah but like to me it's superman clark kent's life is so different from superman's life it's just like uh it doesn't make sense that he would be a reporter at the Daily Planet and be Superman. Like, how does that even work? Who's going to talk to him? Who's going to give him an interview? Like, how can he, you know, embed himself anywhere? Like, it doesn't make sense fundamentally to me. So if, if that's the life of Clark Kent, like, and they haven't done that on this show, right? On this show, they've given Clark Kent some other life. So if they want to do it on this show, it might be a possible story trajectory for this show. And then it would be very much like, you know, the way that Lois and Clark was kind of in tune with the comics of its day. Maybe this show wants to be more in tune with the comics now. And I would be fine with it if that's the direction they go. But to me, it, it is kind of important that the secret be there. And I don't really buy the critiques. Like the one critique I sort of bought was the very first one that Bendis brought in in his, in his moment when he tried to do this, which is that like, you know, if it's truth and justice, then the truth part is served by getting rid of the secret identity. Okay. You know, I understand right. that. Right. I mean, it is a problematic thing that Superman flat out lies to people. He says he loves all the time. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a sort of a, of a flaw in the Superman thing that like mm-hmm. that for a long time or, you know, 60 years, he was lying to Lois Lane, right? It worked if you had this sort of like golden age, silver age disregard for like her feelings. Right, right. You know, like right. if, if, if the only person in the story who matters is him and he can just sort of wink at the reader and be like, sorry, Lois, I don't, I guess I just missed Superman again. Like, and you know, you just think it's funny. Like you have to stay on that completely superficial level. Right, and, and, and where Clark is a nothing to her. Mm-hmm. Right? But once once they're best, once they become friends and colleagues and lovers and mm-hmm. confidants, and it's just not. But there was no emotional realism in those stories, right? Like the point was not. There were there were the moment the way that Silver Age stories resonate emotionally is very different from the way that modern comics attempt to resonate emotionally. Oh, of course, yeah. like. And, and like the, the way that it would happen would be like that Superman loves crypto <laughs> or like that Superman feels lonely because he's the last son of Krypton and they would like illustrate that through some story that involved meeting other aliens or something. But like they didn't attempt emotional realism at the interpersonal level in those comics. They just didn't. So like once you attempt to bring it there, 
it's hard to even buy that nobody sees him as you know superman like that's the the lana thing like you know we're both burn era and in burn era she knows from the moment he leaves town right right? and that has always made sense to me and the fact that the idea that lana would always have known made sense to me so i thought it was weird that they didn't do that on this show so i'm glad that he finally told her on this show but it still makes it's once she spends a day with Superman looking closely at his face, know. It's, I'm just it's like, not. oh, it's Clark Kent with no glasses on. Like, come on. <laughs> but he's there on her porch talking to her with the same exact voice and the mm-hmm. same exact look. I mean, it's just, it's yeah, they, they don't do enough to distinguish you know, the same five o'clock shadow, right? Mm-hmm. They don't do enough to distinguish between uh visually clark and, mm. and and superman here especially as superman's interacting personally with people like we've talked about how you know in the early burn era they established that superman blurred his face or didn't allow himself mm-hmm. to get photographed fully mm-hmm. and things like that which was a great you know burn thought about those things right um that gets but, harder once you have like the justice league and once you yeah. have this sort of image of superman and like a public figure who, who gives right. press conferences and things right exactly in terms of the reveal with this show, I at the end, I just felt kind of mad about it because it didn't really feel like anything was at stake. Like all of the tr- the sort of um, tumult during the episode felt contrived for the episode. Even him just saying, because I've been lying to my best friend. Like mm-hmm. this vert to me, I you have not shown me anything to show me that Clark and this Clark and this Lana are best friends. He left when he was 14 years old. He's 40 now. They're not best friends. They don't hang out. As far as I can tell, they went to one barbecue that her husband was also at. Like Mm -hmm. they're just, and I don't know, also like if I'm Lois and I'm hearing him say my best friend, like, I'd be like, I thought I was your best friend. You know, there's this great, I was thinking of this. um, What what about Jimmy? (laughs) Jim and Jimmy, of course. And, but there's this episode of Career Enthusiasm where Larry, um, he steals flowers from his friend Marty Funkhauser's mother's um, roadside memorial. She died at a, <laughs> get hit by a car and he needed flowers and he pulled over. And Marty says something like, If you weren't my best friend, I would take my bare hands and pop your head off your neck. He's not my best friend. <laughs> like, and I just felt like when as soon as he said that, like Clark, like Lana being like, we're not best friends. So anyway, <laughs> so that is all to say when they get to the reveal and she's like, you're Superman. Like it just was never even an issue. It was just only in that episode he uh-huh. kind of snubbed her when they were talking. If that had happened systematically every episode, every time they were together, like it did for Lois and, and, and Clark in mm-hmm. early comics in the show, Lois and Clark, things like that. Then you establish this is an issue. The same thing with Jordan and Sarah, like a couple times he had, he had to be KG because he was Superboy, and Sarah broke up with him and rightly so. But it, again, it didn't feel that heavy or that important. What do you think? Right. Um, I agree that the, they decided in what seemed like a contrived way to have multiple characters start caring about the secret as a bad thing this episode and um it was never a problem before so like you know 
the contrast to the Bizarro Kent's kind of like highlighted as well, but it did have a feeling of being a little bit rushed in terms of like being something our characters care about. This Clark doesn't have a problem disappearing for periods of time. He's a farmer. He has stuff to do. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like he's in a staff meeting with Perry and Jimmy and Lois and hears that there's a fire uh, 20 blocks away. You know? like, he's the unpaid assistant coach volunteer yeah. at the yeah. high school, right? Yeah. Like that guy doesn't show up to a game or two. Who cares? Who cares? Right. right. So, so there, so like it never felt like, you know, he wasn't, it's not like he was supposed to be at election night uh, polling people or something or do, you know, volunteering and he didn't right. show unless he did. I, I actually know. thought that even the, um, like, unless, you know, like, sometimes you have a day and you're looking for something to complain about. And so you might be talking to your spouse and complain about an interaction, like, excessively. That's kind of how it seemed to me when Lana complains to Sarah about how Clark was. Like, if she had anything else on her mind, it should have just not registered. He was like, I'm sorry, I don't have time to talk to you right now. It's a little weird because he hasn't seen her since she won the mayoral race, right? So he should have been like, oh, congratulations, right and he wasn't so i would have been like if i were her i could imagine being like struck by like oh that's weird he just ran away and didn't even congratulate me on being mayor but like to then go and be like and i saw clark today and he didn't even <laughs> seem like he wanted to talk to me like yeah, she was being catty with her daughter that's like yeah. weird right it's yeah. like you just like run you didn't have anything else to talk about from you from your day so like that's what you decided to talk about yeah gossiping about how weird the kens are mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean they are weird but yeah so i don't know i just so then like that being the culmination of the episode in a dramatic moment with the music swelling and it was a nice reveal as far as reveals go the cinematography was nice the like making the yeah the, using the freeze breath on the tree was nice the the pull out incredible like wide angle shot was nice it was very pretty i kept thinking like oh i would have liked to see this as a flashback for when he revealed to lois i mean i know they've shown a little bit of that but like huh. You know, it's like, I just, I just, you know, I guess it comes back to my indifference towards the Cushings, which has gone up and down. Right. But, um, okay, well, we're sort of on the same page about that. Speaking of Clark being gone, is the opposite of one day, 33 days? I need- Time works differently on Bizarro World. He was gone for one day. Shouldn't it oh. be whatever the opposite of one one is? The opposite of one is zero, right? Binary. I think so. So he should have been gone for zero days. <laughs> 33? Like, I don't, yeah. That was why does kind time, of like, I'm just calling out that we, if we're going with Bizarro, got to be consistent. <laughs> here's, here's like, I mean, a real problem I have with this plot. Um, if you don't mind my switching gears please. a little bit. Oh, please, let's go. We, yeah. We have not been privy to anything that Ali Alston thinks about the existence of these universes right we know because the characters keep saying it and we talked about this before that they believe that if they merge with their counterpart they will somehow gain an absurd amount of power right why are they so confident that if they merge with their counterpart that their existing consciousness is going to somehow remain in charge why won't it either 
there's a number of possibilities other than that. Like I, the other consciousness could be in charge. The two consciousnesses could both die and a new consciousness could be born that would not care at all about what you wanted before because it's a new consciousness. You would essentially be killing yourself, right? Why do they know? Like what tells them that they're gonna be in charge of the new being that emerges from the merger? Now, maybe Ali Alston has some kind of thing about this in her cult where she like explains it all, but we've never been privy to any of that. And as a result, we have no reason to like, we have no understanding of why the villains are, are villains. doing what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before, the best villains in a way are right. You know, like when, mm -hmm. when, a, when, a, when a, in wrestling, when a heel is just telling the truth, mm -hmm. those, that's the best, that's the best kind of villain. And we've never seen Ali sort of by herself doing something like explaining why she is the way she is or talking. Mm -hmm. We saw one flashback of her as a child, mm -hmm. but that just had some sort of supernatural, um, you know, pendant, like hand me down heirloom thing. Like right. there, was no, there was nothing about why she motivation of why she's doing the thing that she's doing for realsies. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, I, 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 they keep, the way Ali Alston feel has felt this season is she's a really good lead-in to something big, but and something that makes sense. But we don't have that yet. She's just been the only thing that's been explained is that there's this other world. But why? Why does she want to do that? Mm -hmm. You know, and you can't. I don't know. You're. I, I get the like. Wait till the kind of ultimate episode for the big reveal and then the last mm -hmm. episode's the showdown i get that but we've been watching this person all season like it's time it's right and it, it, occasionally they'll have a character like either clark or john henry or someone say like oh yeah we don't actually know what's going to happen you know now that she's merged with herself and i'm sitting there in the audience i'm like yeah we don't like we should though because <laughs> how do we know we care about it at all like why do we know this is a thing that we want to stop like i guess if you are jonathan's parents you don't want him to merge with alternative jonathan because you don't know what's going to happen and that sounds right. dangerous like you wouldn't want him doing drugs you wouldn't want him merging with his alternate universe self right right but like you Have don't they actually... even said that about that like did clark and lois say anything about that even I don't, I don't think so they just like are trying to stop the other jonathan but they don't talk about the actual thing he's trying to do right so like, I don't know, it's, I mean, yeah. I, I guess they're just flood. waiting. They're just waiting to tell us, but like, why? I don't get right. why they're waiting. Just tell us. I don't like, this wasn't a bad episode, but mm -hmm. it was a little bit of a treading water episode. And I don't like things like that. Like um, we've talked a little about line, uh, uh, offline about, about Star Trek. And like, I kind of felt like Star Trek Picard this season was, a really good first episode, a really good last episode, and everything in between was just uh, uh, like kind of wasting time until we got to the finale. And like, I don't think that about this show, but there have been a couple episodes here and there that have been like that. I mean, we did an episode this season where we talked about just an absolute dud. Mm -hmm. So this felt contrived. This felt like the, you know, the, the, all the like um, John L stuff was great. Like, I love how Bizarro mm -hmm. Jonathan is chewing up the scenery, that kid. Like, he's having mm -hmm. a great, a, a great time. Um, 
and he's like being super moody and the other version of himself. Yeah, all the actors are great. I, I mean, I've never, you never, I'm always commenting about the plot and the narrative and, and stuff. I'm never, I'm never complaining about the actors. The actors right. are all just doing a great job. Right. They're all really fun to watch and they're, you know, just like killing it. So I loved when Sarah Cushing said, What's Primus? <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> funny. That was funny. Yeah. I have one, I do have one beef that's, sure performance Mm -hmm. the brother versus brother showdown the Mm -hmm. final punch was kind of weak um it was just kind of a like it just kind of it was kind of like a balloon letting the air out like Mm. i wanted like a a big punch like a finishing move uppercut or something you know to really knock jonathan out but he just kind of like biffed him in the stomach and that was (laughs) that was it so okay all right what, what were you gonna say yeah i forgot okay also, Lana, just get mm-hmm. the goddamn kryptonite out of Superman's chest. Jesus, <laughs> like, she's like staring at it going, uh, uh, what do I do? Uh, also, uh, why save the big one for last? I know. Do the big one first. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with every single tiny little one here. Clark's dying right before mm-hmm. her eyes. I mean, that, that just made me, uh, uh. <laughs> like, just pull it out. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. There was one kind of cool little tiny nugget, uh, Nat and and John Henry mm-hmm. together at the end, where he he says he's kind of alludes to the fact that he can like shut down maybe the whole portal mm-hmm. or blow up the portal. So that, that was kind of cool. I would have liked to see a little more of them. I, you know, like we had said, like let's see them tinkering in the right. garage, and we got that for like not even ninety seconds. We also had asked why were we shown the scenes of Natalie in the ship going between worlds and they are bringing that back it looks like to make it relevant again I would have liked them to make it more consistently a plot point like throughout the whole season Natalie's ties to the world she came from could have played out in a way that wasn't just based on her like feelings about her loss yeah the one trauma right right like it could have been more on the surface level like there could have been another plot thread that had to do with somehow something is attaching to her from her world or something like that that would have tied the natalie plot more closely to the alley plot in that you have these parallel universes that are different and working for these different people because it does seem like they are trying to bring them together right but again it's like a question of like whatever the connection is they're like saving it so i'm like why do I you don't like to that. save it stop saving it just like work it in the whole time right you can you can save a big reveal but work in the emotional piece to it like mm-hmm. these connections like she sees things that are flashes of her old world and why that's hard or something, you know, right? Or is that what you're like, saying? Sort of, sort of. I mean, I am, I am talking about like a, a, a sort of like a more, um, I don't know what to call it, like a more plotty plot. <laughs> like, uh, like more, that's the more... official term in screenwriting, <laughs> a plotty plot. <laughs> a plotty plot. Because like the, her plots all have to do with, um, you know, whether she's getting along with people how she's mad at her father, how she's sad about loss, right? Those things could all be true about someone who was a refugee from a country with a war, right? She's not a refugee from a country with a war. She's from a parallel universe, right? And the main story is about a parallel universe. And it seems like they are actually attempting to tie those together by talking about her thing that she went through when she was in the ship, 
right? And they mentioned oh, it again. Okay, that's, I see. What that's what saying. I'm talking about. Like, so on that level of the plotty plot, uh, they could have been more done more with that over the course of the season instead of just making it like matter now towards the end. I usually call these episodes a quote you know i I label i name them a quote from the show from the episode Mm. but i think i might have to call this one plotty plot Mm. (laughs) that'd be pretty good yeah i um i'm with you i now i understand your point (laughs) and i'm with you they did say something someone said something about the negative zone Mm. and i was like oh fantastic four you know, like that's, <laughs> um, I don't know if they were calling Bizarro World the negative zone, but. Yeah, Bizarro World is Bizarro World. It doesn't need to be the negative zone. Right. Jordan, did I say this at the beginning that Jordan uses the words Bizarro self? Did no. you hear that? He, no. at the beginning beginning of the episode, he says something like, what, you know, what, like my Bizarro self or something like that, or, or your Bizarro self. Mm. I was like, oh, so they actually said the word Bizarro. So, so here's my theory on that. Do you remember that either in the season premiere, no, in the uh, Remembrance of Things Past episode, in the flashback episode, there's a reference to Seinfeld. Do you remember that? Mm, Yeah. So here's what I'm suggesting. That in Seinfeld, when they talk about Bizarro, the Bizarro episode, that's how Jordan knows the word Bizarro. Uh huh. <laughs> Which makes another paradox because the, in that Superman, Jerry's referring to Superman, and so, and he's explaining the Bizarro world. So it doesn't exactly work, <laughs> but he explains the Bizarro world perfectly. And we've even used that clip on this show before. But um, how else would he know the word Bizarro? I think you're just supposed to imagine that they invent it, you know? Yeah, it's like Jordan came up with it. It's just like the first, it's just like the logical term that applies to that situation. So, right. Like Marco Kidder saying, Superman. Superman. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, anything else about this one? I don't think so. Unless there's like a C plot we're forgetting. I think we covered. I think we did. All the plots. I mean, they all kind of intertwined Mm -hmm. this week. So there's no episode this coming Tuesday on the 24th. Comes back the 31st. So we're we're in another. I gotta believe that's the last one. It has to be a drought. We're in. It's got to be the end, right? Then they'll just bam do the last four episodes. Well, so I mean, until you told me there was a COVID shutdown, I didn't know why. I didn't know they were not having episodes, and I didn't know why when they said they weren't so i had to look it up like last wednesday i was like what you know it usually pops up on my you know apple tv or whatever for a new episode like why isn't i had to google it and that's what they said there's another covid shutdown so what a bummer yeah it sucks i mean it makes sense there's like you know but what i don't get is why aren't they done filming yeah right didn't they shoot this all like a long time ago and it was already edited and everything why can't they air it in a row like, are you telling me they haven't shot the finale yet? Yeah, I don't get it. I, like, that's in four weeks. I'm conscious of the fact that I literally don't know what I'm talking about. But, like, <laughs> I would love to know. <laughs> well, Todd Helbing, if you come across our podcast and want to explain it, I'd, lo- I'd love to know. I'd love to know, too. All right. Well, until until May 31st, sometime after May th- until June is when June is when we'll mm-hmm. talk again next month. <laughs>
maybe in the meantime i'll uh i'll get superman 4 again okay because uh, that was what we were supposed to watch instead of superman 3 and then yeah it turned out carrie hadn't seen superman 3 so i would i would love to talk about it so this weekend at motor city comic-con and i had it on my calendar i really was going to try to go um they had a superman the yeah, the caped wonder superman reunion which was like the official mm. the cape wonder.com is the is like the uh official all things reeve legacy superman thing and so they had most of the remaining living members of the cast so they had sarah douglas ursa they had non there um they had uh mariel hemingway from superman 4 they had grown-up jeremy <laughs> they had a whole bunch of people and they like gave away a lot of superman cool, cool stuff and they showed a never before seen cut of superman 4 and i'm hmm. dying to find out what that was like if it was the you know mm -hmm. the fan edit or like the you know i don't know so if anyone hears what that was uh uh oh sam just put up it uh a link that in his facebook memories today was the day he uh visited the superman museum in super in metropolis Mm -hmm. That's a great place. And do you want to? We should. Do you want to meet there in a few weeks for the for the <laughs> Superman celebration? I mean, if that were possible, it's like the weekend uh, of June fourth, I think. You know, let me see how long it takes to get. It's a there six-hour drive from Chicago. It's really hard here. <laughs> it's not. It's not close to me either. Is it? Wouldn't it be great if it was like halfway between Lawrence and Chicago? Yeah, from here it's seven hours. Okay, so it's even longer than it is from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I have to go. I would have to go through all of Missouri. I go through St. Louis, come out the other side, get into Illinois, and then go south. All right, from there. Well, maybe when our kids are a little older, maybe in a few years, we can go to the <laughs> Superman celebration. I went once, and it was amazing. Um, we were there just before, yeah. right? And and they had all of everything was like all ready, and it was like really oh, cool. Oh, that's so obviously. Cool. Like that if we had just come like another few days later, we would have been there, but we couldn't do it because we were on our way to a wedding. Oh. So we were driving across country um, and we have to like keep going. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's why you said I swear I didn't plan this about the. Video. Yeah, I wasn't like wearing the shirt because I was planning to go to the thing. It was just like, wait, Metropolis, Illinois is here. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I went like the like on a Sunday when like it was winding down. And so like I'm, you know, I missed the whole thing but i got to see the museum and it was awesome yeah me too i love the museum all right well in a few years let's for the mm -hmm. season five of superman and lois and pals we'll uh yeah maybe we'll do a live broadcast from there That'll be cool. <laughs> all right thanks sam take care henry thanks for listening our theme was composed and performed by sam bernstein You can tweet us at Superman Pals Pod, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another thrilling adventure of Superman and Lois and Pals. <laughs>